Greetings, my friend. Welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. God bless you, my dear friend. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that you're able to use in your life, the life of your family, and the lives of your friends, and in the lives of people you haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay, are we ready? Let's get started. This is episode number 56, number 56, and is titled, Be Ready to Every Good Work. It's found in the book of Titus. We're still in the book of Titus, this little three-chapter book. It's found in Titus chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. And I'll read it to you in the King James Version. Put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work, to speak evil of no man, to be no brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. Praise the Lord. That's in Titus chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. Well, God bless you, my friend. This is Preacher John. I'm recording this podcast show from Boulder, Colorado. It's a Saturday afternoon. I spent the day resting in the Lord. This is my Sabbath. This is the Lord's Sabbath, but uh, he worked six days and he took the he worked six days and took the seventh day off. How about that? So I thought that might be a good idea, but it's not my idea. It's what the Lord told me several years ago. He says on a Friday morning, he said tomorrow, which would have been a Saturday, he said, I want you to take tomorrow off and as a Sabbath unto me and rest and do no work on that day. I want you to spend some time with me. And that was about three and a half. It's going on four years here next month, four years that he asked me to do that. And I've been faithful except for, I think, two or maybe three times I disobeyed, and I went out and actually ministered. And I regretted it, and I had to come home and repent from disobeying the Lord. Isn't that interesting? Now, God honored the ministry, but I felt remorse because He asked me not to do that, and I did it anyways. So I am um, very—how could I say this? I'm very aware— of what people think of Saturdays. Most people treat Saturday as a play day, but I don't. I treat it as a day of Sabbath. I don't go to churches. I don't do feasts. I don't do any Jewish activities. I don't do any Hebrew activities. I just rest in the Lord Jesus Christ. And after my day of resting, towards the end of the day, I sit down at my desk with the Holy Spirit, and we write the Sunday prayer letter. And that's what's on this show right now, this podcast show. We use this Sunday prayer letter as a type of script to keep me in line, to keep me running through this uh, show in a format that makes sense. So I'm just not wandering all over the place like I'm doing right now. Um, (laughs) I'm actually not, but uh, I like to do just a little prep work before I start the show with the letter. Uh, We are building Gospel Evangelist Church here in Boulder and in the state of Colorado. Uh, The scripture foundation for our church is Mark 16, 15 through 20. And uh, we've been building this church now for a couple years full time. Uh, It's not the size of the church is not what I'm looking at right now. What I'm looking at is the number of people that have been touched for heaven. 
and it is a very, very high number. If you want to know what that number is, you're more than welcome to peruse my website that our church is on and my own ministry missionary site. It's all kind of combined. I know sometimes when you type in gospelevangelistchurch.org or .com, it, on some browsers it will say that doesn't exist. And the reason why is because that domain is still sitting on my own uh, ministry server. I haven't separated out the two servers yet, uh, so uh, it, it's there. <laughs> we're alive and we're kicking. <laughs> we're still building this church out here in Colorado. So uh, let's just jump into our letter and we'll see what uh, what happens. I'm kind of nervous for some reason. I don't know why I'm a little nervous, but uh, hopefully we'll uh, I'll overcome that nervousness. Uh, the title of our letter again is Be Ready to Every Good Work. And in the top of my letter, I have the scriptures that I just read, Titus 3, 1 and 2. Then I scroll down and right on the top of the letter, it says, Greetings, friend. It's a wonderful day in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I hope that this letter finds you well and happy. Why? Because to be well is to believe in Jesus as your Savior, and to be happy is to know that you have eternal life and that have overcome the world. You have overcome the world. Pretty simple, huh? So let's pray. Lord Jesus, as we read your word, especially in these scriptures, help us to have wisdom and understanding with your word. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for teaching us the word of truth and for showing us how to be ready to every good work. Without you, Holy Spirit, we cannot do it, nor do we wish to do it. This is, that is, any good work without you. We love you, Holy Spirit, and desire to know you more so that we can know our Savior even more than we know now. O Heavenly Father, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In your precious name, Jesus, we humbly pray. Amen. <laughs> I'm kind of wishing I can start this all over again because I was stumbling through that prayer. That prayer is on the Sunday prayer letter. I just didn't let that just pop out of the air. That's actually on the letter. If you would like to receive our letter through email, you can just go to preacherjohn.ck.page. That's preacherjohn, J-O-H-N, dot C-K dot P-A-G-E, preacherjohn.ck.page. And you'll see a one-page website that allows you to uh, register or for a first name and an email address is all we ask for. And every letter, uh, you can unsubscribe immediately at the bottom of every letter. And you can also hit the reply button and that uh, write a letter back to me. And I read every letter that comes to me and I respond back from that letter. So it's a great way to stay in contact and to be praying for what uh, we're doing on the streets and what we're doing in our church and what we're doing in the city of Boulder and all the nine cities here in Colorado currently. So jumping back into our letter, it says, Praying is an act of our faith. It is not something extra that we do to fill up time. It is our relationship building time with our Savior and God, the Lord Jesus Christ. God gave us His all so that we may have it all through faith in our Savior. Prayers are our communion with the Holy Spirit of God, who teaches us the word of truth and how to live in our Savior. 
Without the Holy Ghost, there would be no understanding of how to live as a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. By giving your time in prayer, you take time away from the world. This here is what stops many Christians from praying. They won't give up their time in the world. How do I know that? I stand in the public about 20 to 30 hours every week and minister. Christians see me and acknowledge me, and I have the opportunity given to me by the Holy Ghost to see what might be happening in their life. This gives me knowledge to stand in the gap before the Lord and intercede in the Holy Ghost for their soul. What a glorious honor. I praise you, Lord Jesus, with all my heart, with all my heart. Amen. Titus chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, I'm going to read it again. Put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work, to speak evil of no man, to be no brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. I really like this seed title, Be Ready to Every Good Work. It seems to me that it says volumes to what we as believers should be doing every day, namely, sharpening the sword. Pretty cool, huh? So our previous Sunday prayer letter was titled, Things Things Which Become Sound Doctrine. We talked briefly about our speech and how to have sound speech that cannot be condemned. Also, we saw how important it is to teach and demonstrate how to live properly as an example to other people. In this Sunday prayer letter titled, Be Ready to Every Good Work, we will finish up this amazing book of Titus. As you already know, there is much more in these three chapters that are of high importance but have not been covered in these letters. This is one more reason why each of us must dig deep into the word of truth to find what the Holy Ghost is teaching us, each one of us. We will continue on this track of ordaining elders in every city, especially while this letter is primarily intended for Gospel Evangelist Church. It can easily be used by any believer that is not in a church assembly. If you are in a home church, that that is, um, let me rephrase that, if you are in a home church, then it is wise to stay there and learn what your pastor is teaching and preaching, because this is where the Lord has placed you. It is the work of the pastor to shepherd you in your life. By moving around or even running around to different churches, you would not be deeply rooted in an assembly. This is one more reason why many of today's Christians are suffering. For some reason, they have stopped attending and being a family member of the church that God has placed them in. Beware of the wiles of Satan, my friend. Let me take a quick sip of tea here. Mm. This afternoon I'm drinking um, Celestial Seasoning Red Zinger with a little bit of a raw honey. Man, is it tasty. It's a bright red, deep red color, and it just has an odd flavor to it that just makes both of your sides of your cheek just pucker up. It's... (laughs) Really a good tea. That's Red Zinger. 
by Celestial Seasonings, which is actually in Boulder, Colorado. Hallelujah for that. Huh? God bless Celestial Seasonings. Titus 3, verses 1 and 2. Put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work, to speak evil of no man, to be no brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. Let's divide this scripture into small parts and see a little closer what the Spirit is teaching here. Number one, put them in mind. I see this as a continuum. The day we stop reminding believers of what the Word of Truth says is the time that the tempter will move in. Therefore, always be talking the Word of God. Be reminding others of what the Word says. Be bringing up different scriptures in our conversations and our prayers. Letting the Spirit fill us with the pure Word of God and then allowing or even asking the Spirit to use the Word in your heart to minister to others. The problem in this is that many of the people that we talk with in our day-to-day activities are not saved or possibly not interested in growing in the Lord Jesus. Either case, we still must continue bringing up the Word of God in our speech. In this manner, our speech will become sound doctrine and quite possibly lead someone to salvation or even bring someone back from sin, and even still help another believer grow in faith as they hear the word of faith being spoken. (laughs) What a novel idea, (laughs) at least in today's milk environment. Number two, to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates. This short excerpt is what probably bothers me the most. What I mean is, many, many years ago, while in ministry training, we all were taught that we as ministers must obey the laws of the land. And for some reason, this made perfect sense to me. Why not? (laughs) Of course, this took some time to learn as a daily habit to obey the laws in my city and my state and across the country. I was a long-haul trucker covering all lower 48 states. There were unique laws in each of the states, and I was, dim- I was determined. I was determined to know the laws and obey the laws. This, again, didn't happen overnight. It took quite a while to get into a law-abiding lifestyle. Why? Because for most of my life, I was a rebellious man, and sort of, you know, still am. <laughs> oh, well, life isn't done yet, amen? Life isn't done yet. We must obey the laws. But why? Can't we just obey God and call it good? What is it that makes us want and desire to break the law? Could it be the flesh or possibly the devil? Or maybe we just don't care. Now, let's be clear here. Obviously, laws that break God's laws are not, N-O-T, not to be obeyed. What? (laughs) Come on, preacher. For example, it is lawful to abort on demand a child. This act breaks one of God's laws. Therefore, as a believer, we do not participate in that law. Does that make sense? I sure hope it does, man. I sure hope it does. Because it's a big one. (laughs) It's a real big one. So number three, 
to be ready. I separated this from the full title because this is an action that needs to take place prior to doing the good work. If we don't know what to do, then we may not even consider doing any kind of work. And still, to some, they won't do any work for fear of doing something wrong. They rather do nothing than something. To be ready is to go get ready for work. It's no different than us preparing ourselves to go out the door to, to our work, our job, our school, or whatever it is that we are doing for a living, even being a student. School is your work. Right here is where each of us need to consider what it is that God wants us to do. Because if we get ready to go to work in something that God doesn't want us in, then there may be some problems that will occur and thus may not be prepared to handle. Knowing where God wants you is one of the biggest problems in the world. We have two lives being lived at the same time inside of us. One wants to live for the world. One wants to live for God. Which one you allow is up to you, not to God, not to God. Each of us must grow on our own. God gives each of us the opportunity to grow our faith. However, always remember that there is an active opponent that considers his job to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And at the same time, recognize that Jesus has come into your life to give you life and life abundantly. The beauty of all this is that we get to decide. Do we choose life? Do we choose death? Do we choose blessings? Do we choose cursings? It truly is our own decision, our own individual personal decision. Choose wisely, my friend. In John 10.10, in the King James, it says, the thief, which is Satan, the thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I, speaking of Jesus, I am come that they might have life, they might have it more abundantly. Going into the Old Testament, in Deuteronomy 30, verse 19, the Lord says, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live. Hallelujah. Number four, to every good work. Now comes another difficult task. What is good work? Here is where the Holy Ghost comes in to teach you the word of faith, the word of truth. If all you do is read this letter, then this could cause problems. Not now, but down the road. Go pick, go pick up your Bible and turn to Titus and diligently study chapter 3. Then when that is completed, go back up into chapter 2 and commit to learning what is said in this passage of scriptures. After that, move back up to the first chapter and put it all together into a usable format for your life. Taking note that as a minister, which we all are, be able to teach 
as you go along in life. Be mindful of what the Spirit of God is doing at the moment where you currently are and take note of what the Holy Ghost is teaching you. In this process, you might be ready to do every good work. At least that's the idea. Titus chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. Put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work, to speak evil of no man, to be no brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. Number five, and the last point, to speak evil of no man, to be no brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. I'm Combining these last words into one long point to consider, take a look at the words speak, brawlers, gentle, meekness, all men, men being male and female. Now, ponder your lifestyle. As you do this, thank and ask the Holy Ghost, are any of these items in my life? Listen carefully to what the Spirit tells you. Spend some time in prayer. Don't be in a hurry. Go into your closet and shut the door. Talk to God. Ask for God's help. Receive God's help. Give God all the glory. Never ever take the glory from God. Always honor God. Give to God your best. Love God. Turn away from any love of the world. Ask for God's help again. In doing this, always be thankful in all things because, my friend, God loves you. Let's pray again. God, you love me so very much. Help me, God, to love you like you love me. Help me, God, to be loving and kind and generous to all men. Please help me. Forgive me, Lord, of all the bad that I have done. O oh, Lord, help me to forgive others that have crossed me and offended me and have sinned against me. Please, O oh Lord Jesus, help me to love like you love. <clears throat> Wash me clean in your precious blood. Make me new. Make me clean. Give me a pure heart. Give me clean hands, O oh Lord, as I love you so very much. I love you. I love you. I really do, Lord. I love you. Amen. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> kind of an emotional guy here. <laughs> I just love Jesus, man. I love Jesus with all my heart. And that's what's signed in the bottom of my letter. It says, in love with Jesus. And my friend, I am. I am so in love with my Savior. 47 years I've been loving my Savior. And I just praise God. And I'm looking forward to when I get to hug him. Because that will be a special time for me. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to get my tears so I can see the script. In fact, I, let me get this napkin here. Sorry. <clears throat> okay, on the bottom of my letter, 
it's I have three scriptures and I took them out of Song of Solomon. Song of Solomon verse chapter one, verse two. <laughs> Sorry, man. Oh, I don't edit these shows, as you know. I don't edit them. I just whatever comes out is what comes out. And I just believe the Holy Spirit can minister through me and through this microphone and through this podcast and through this episode, through that app that you're listening to. Because if you don't know what I'm going through right at the very moment, why my tears are so abundant, and you don't get it, it's because maybe you don't get Jesus. Just like the lady said to me yesterday in Golden, says, I don't get it. And if you don't get it, my friend, it's an act of your faith. You just call out to Jesus like a little child who just got hurt, who cries to their mom, cries to their dad, help me. And that's what you just do. You just help me, God, help me, save me, save me. It's kind of what I did so long ago. I just said, Jesus, if you're real, here I am. And he saved me, and he's never let me go. He wrote my name in the book of life. He washed me clean. He gave me new life. He gave me a, a new feeling about myself, a new mind, a new... I mean, I just was made brand new. And I've never been the same. Never been the same. I mean, I was born again 47 years ago. And I still am this emotional since that day. It's never abated. It's still so real, so real. So, Lord, help this person who is praying right now. Holy Spirit, move on them right now and save them. Save that precious soul. Save that precious soul. In your name, Jesus, we pray. All of us, we pray. If you're hearing this, be praying for that soul. Just don't be listening to my voice. Be praying. Be praying for other souls, my friend. People don't pray. Pray, 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 pray for other souls that are going to hell this very second. Pray, my friend. Pray like your heart, like your life, like your mind, like your everything depended upon it. Pray to God. Pray to God to save, to save, to save, to save, to save, to save. Amen. So in Song of Solomon 1 2, let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth, for thy love is better than wine. Song of Solomon 2 4, he brought me to the banqueting house. And his banner over me was love. Song of Solomon 2.8 The voice of my beloved. Behold, he cometh leaping upon the mountains, skipping upon the hills. Amen and amen. Well, there you go, my folks. My folks. Folks. <laughs> Preacher John, full of tears. Her <laughs> nose full of snot. <laughs> Sorry. This is my Sunday prayer letter. It was written Saturday, April 10th, 2021 at 427 p.m. Boulder, Colorado. It's written by Preacher John. John Shuck, street preacher, church building, founding pastor, and missionary. God bless you, my friend. God bless you, my love, beloved. 
And I pray that there will be something here in this world that you don't like, and that you will pray against it, and that you will receive Jesus Christ as your Savior, as your Savior. Turn on to Jesus today, my friend. Turn on to Jesus. Amen. God bless you.